Hello everyone and once again welcome to the Saints Podcast. In today's episode we shall be looking at the topic prayer error. So what exactly is this particular error that many believers end up making uh, during prayers? It's usually an error that we make when we're praying to God especially after we, 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 we must have sinned against God as a believer. And so this error is the act of asking God for forgiveness of sin as a believer. So is it wrong to ask God for forgiveness of sin as a believer? Well, it depends on how you apply it. The scriptures say that through the one sacrifice of Christ, that believers are made perfect and righteous forever, once and for all. So never again was there ever a time we heard that Christ came back to earth again to be crucified in order to forgive sins all over again. So what am I trying to say? What I'm trying to say is this simple as simple. As a believer, uh, first of all, we should not even be living in sin at all. But given the fact that we're human beings, there is a possibility we could sin against God once in a while. So it's reasonable for a believer who, who has sinned against God to humbly go down on his or her knees in prayer and confess their sins to God, show remorse, say they are sorry and ask God to give them a new spirit and a clean heart not to repeat the same sin again. Now when it comes to that part where believers usually ask God for forgiveness of sin, what they should be doing instead is displaying faith and by thanking God for having forgiven them already. Why? Because his word claims it in the scriptures, his action through his son on the cross 2,000 plus years ago confirms this. So when a believer goes on to ask God for forgiveness of, his, of sin as a believer, you are first of all displaying lack of faith and second of all indirectly claiming that God has not forgiven you which could be seen as an accusation against God. Think about it this way. When Christ was on planet earth, never was there a time he prayed to his father to forgive him because he never sinned. He had no desire or intention to sin and, and as, we, as we could see, uh, he never sinned. Okay, So there was never a need for him to ask, pray to God to forgive him. But guess what? That same perfect right, sinless righteousness is what he transferred to us as believers. So the thing is, as a believer, when as a believer you ask God for forgiveness of sin, you are either doing one of two things. Either you are praying to God to forgive the sins of your personal works that are just sinned against God, or you are asking God to forgive the sins of the righteousness of Christ. You are doing either one of these two things. So as a believer, as a successful believer, you know that your personal works does not apply as a true believer. Because what makes you righteous before God is not your ability not to have sinned in the first place or to have committed that sin as a believer. So even though you didn't even commit any sin at all, it doesn't make you righteous. What makes you righteous is the sinless nature of Christ that he has transferred to you. Also, your sin does not stain or weaken the, the righteousness or the effective, the effective righteousness of Christ that you have. So asking God to forgive you your sin as a believer makes it look as if God's forgiveness did not extend to this, to this recent one you just sinned against God. Because you have to remember that 
the, uh, the forgiveness of God, the forgiveness He forgave us as believers, extends from the past into the, into the present, into the eternal future. So asking Him to forgive you for the recent one you just committed makes you look as if His, uh, his forgiveness did not extend up to this extent, which is wrong. But instead, as believers, we should display faith. Yes, we have to confess. We shouldn't believe in sin at all. But if at all we sin, yes, we have to confess. We have to say we are sorry. We have to be truly repent of the sin and not want to do it again. And ask Him to help us with a clean spirit and a new heart, not to repeat the same sin again. And then conclude it by thanking Him. That is displaying faith. Thanking Him for having forgiven us already. Because when you ask for something, you are asking for what you do not have. So when you are asking to forgive the recent sin you, you just committed, means that he hasn't forgiven this particular one. Which is false. The truth is, it has been forgiven. Which does not mean that he is condoning us to keep on living in sin. Which does not mean we should take advantage of it and keep living in sin. What I'm saying is we have to understand that we have to display faith. Yes, confess our sins, say we are sorry, repent of it. And ask him to grant us a new heart, a clean spirit, spirit, not to repeat the same sin. And then concluding by proving that we have faith and, and by thanking him for having forgiven us already. So let's not be like the people described in 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 7, as ever learning and never coming to the knowledge of truth. But instead, let us be like uh, the, the Roman officer who approached Christ in the book of Matthew chapter 8 verse 5 to 10 it says when jesus returned to capernaum a roman officer came and pleaded with him remember a roman officer is not a disciple of christ chapter verse 6 6 it says lord my young servant lies in bed paralyzed and in terrible pain verse 7 jesus said i will come and heal him verse 8 but the officer said lord i am not worthy to have you come into my home just say the word from where you are and my servant will be healed i know this because i am under the authority of my superior officers and i have authority over my soldiers i only need to say go and they go or come and they come and if i say to my slaves do this they do it verse 10 when jesus heard this he was amazed turning to those who were following him he said i tell you the truth I haven't seen faith like this in all Israel. Wow. Without faith, we cannot please God. So we have to develop the faith to understand and believe that His forgiveness extends from the past, the sins of the past, into the present, into the eternal future, which does not mean that He is encouraging us to keep on living in sin. We should not be living in sin, but if at all, at any point in time, we happen to fall into temptation or sin, we have to approach it the right way by confessing, showing remorse, repenting, asking Him to grant us a new, uh, a new heart and a clean spirit, not to repeat the same sin, but also display faith by thanking Him for having forgiven us already because His forgiveness extends even beyond the sin we just committed recently. That's it. Now, I understand someone might say, but the same Lord and personal Savior taught his disciples to pray in the Lord's Prayer, forgive us our sins as we forgive those who have sinned against us. 
This is true because there is a sin that, need, that needed to be forgiven in the first place. Second of all, they needed to understand how to start relating with God because if we don't forgive others, we can't be forgiven of our own sins. Thirdly, this was in the meantime before he went to the cross. Remember, he taught this prayer before he went to the cross, before delivering the final gift of salvation and forgiveness he came to deliver. Notice he didn't come to forgive the sins of the world without calling them uh, away from, from sin unto repentance. He began his ministry by calling people away from sin unto repentance and announcing the goodness of the kingdom of God. And also he taught his disciples to pray in this way, okay, pray to ask God for forgiveness the same way we have forgiven others. But the moment he went to the cross, died, and rose again, whoever believes in him has been wiped clean of your sins eternally clean which means yes he taught his disciples to pray in this way forgive us our sin as we forgive others but the moment he rose from the dead everything changes which means when it comes to forgiveness or praying about forgiveness of sin as a believer you need to approach it in a different way and that way has to do with faith okay think about it this way this may or may not sound funny but you don't want to be the kind of believer who makes it into heaven and after having spent like a week maybe one day you are you know, praying to God out of gratitude and in the midst of a prayer, you happen to ask God for forgiveness of sin. And it so happens that by chance, the angels and the citizens of heaven just happen to hear you say this and they'll be like, what? Sin in heaven? Seriously, who's this guy? I think he came from Ed. Hmm. Okay, jokes apart, I guess my point is we have to be wise in the wisdom of God and that wisdom comes with faith. Okay, it has to do with faith, having faith in God, in Christ. Okay because without faith we cannot please god god expects us to live righteously not because it makes us righteous in his sight but because it enables us to represent him in his character as his children so when god looks at us while he appreciates the righteous lifestyle we live or ought to be living but that's not what he sees i'll tell you what he sees in a minute but before then you have to understand that christ does not watch pornography, he doesn't commit adultery, fornication, lie, murder, steal, or kill. As a matter of fact, he's eternally righteous. He knows no sin. He's completely sinless. And this is what he has transferred to us. Now this is what God sees. The righteousness of Christ when he looks at us. Let's not use the let's not let allow the guilt of sin to bench the powerful, sinless righteousness of Christ in order to temporarily bring on our personal works, which has long retired and has been relieved of, it, of its duties. For the sake of illustration, I'm going to use a football game for instance. So let's say there is a UEFA Champions League final. As a coach, if you want to win that game, it wouldn't be wise to keep on the bench a 25-year-old Cristiano Ronaldo just to bring on on the field a long retired Diego Maradona. Why? Because it is a wrong choice. His career days has been long over. And so to win that game, you need to bring on the next big thing, the new generation. In a similar way, when our personal works were still in action, we did ask God for forgiveness of sin. But as a believer, now that the, the career days of our personal works is over, it's time to introduce the next big thing, which is the sinless nature of Christ. And how can we do that? By introducing him in the field of play through faith. 
it doesn't mean that as a believer we should go living in sin because uh, the righteous, righteousness of Christ has set us free. No, it means that as a believer, since we still live in this world, still living in this sin, sinful body, there is a possibility once in a while we could stumble. And when that, when that happens, we should, you know, out of humility, humbly go to God in prayer, confess our sin, okay, repent of it, ask him to grant us a new heart and a clean spirit not to return to the same sin and then crown it all by faith by thanking him for having forgiven us already remember it is no longer about our personal works is about the sinless nature of christ and guess what christ never even committed that sin you committed so why ask god to forgive christ for the sin he never committed instead you should recognize that you have his sinless nature and then take positive advantage of it or thanking the father for having forgiven you or forgiving you already and don't forget to stay far away from the sin in question this is how to not only please the father through faith but to but to also show that you understand how to relate with him as a true citizen of the kingdom and with that we come to the end of today's episode i hope it drove you home safely without much bumps on the road thanks again for listening in and god bless <music>